0: Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 127. Today, we have on our show again Dr. Chris Heilman. So, if it's your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links from the show notes. Now, let's get after it. All right, welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast. We are at Mad Moose Cafe in Eden, Utah. Uh, this is Eric Manning. We've got Joel Hatch and our guest again, Dr. Chris Heilman. Thanks for joining us, Chris.
1: Of course. It's good to be here.
0: So last time, Joel did the show, but it was yep. over the... the over uh, the interwebs. Over the introwebs, yep. over the telephone. So this time, we got her in person. We did. We had to scramble to find a place. We did. We uh Eden doesn't have a ton of places to sit down no. and hang out, unless you're mm-hmm. on the mountain. Right. And so we scrambled. We found Mad Moose. They've been gracious. They've got good beer, good fries. Joel Burns the Chili, some chili. It was good, and they've got great coffee here. Yeah, and free uh, popcorn and, and free popcorn. Good
2: point. And they're right next to the uh, Diamond Peaks ski Rental. shop. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you're in town, you can go there. Yep. Pick Get up some, some gear.
0: And uh, so yeah, we had uh, Doctor Heilman on episode 89. That was a while ago. June of 2017. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a September show. I'm, I'm no? going June 2017. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair Quor- enough. That yeah, was
2: the summer. Yeah. 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 Felt like a
0: fall show for some reason. Yeah. I wasn't there, so I, okay. can't, I can't agree. But it's a good show. We're gonna have a link to that um, in the show notes, so you can go back because that was I listened to it again today, um, and there's just so much great information on that show. Um, some things have changed. So first of all, our guest, if you, if you haven't listened to the first show, he went to South Dakota State.
1: That's right? correct. And yeah. then you
0: went over to University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, home of the cheese curds. Home, home of, the of the cheese, cheese curds. curds. Is that their school mascot? <laughs> the cheese uh, curds? Close. Is I it? bet a
1: lot of the Titans ate some cheese okay, curds. So yeah, it's the
0: Titans? Yep. Okay. So yeah,
1: I taught there. Okay. Yep.
0: So I, I like, you know, I'm going to put a petition to change their, to the petition. their, their mascot. <laughs> uh, but then Just
1: throw out free cheese curds, like when someone scores a goal or something. Ooh, at a,
0: I like that. As like, L- long as they're good. Game? Like mm-hmm. the, the players, oh. the teams—they have to be good because if you don't score any goals, you get no cheese curds. <laughs> good point. Right? It's like, what'd you do? Tonight? I had one cheese curd. <laughs> Wish we got many points for the other teams. They scoring. get more students that way. They would. For I would go. You would go. I right? would be a traveling fan. Um, and then you came to the University of Utah and rounded yes. out. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. I yep. just want to make sure I got that all right.
1: Yeah, those—that's my university route for sure. That, um, I had a few things in between that.
0: With ski instructor. Yeah right
1: yeah ski patroller
0: ski patroller yeah
1: backpack guide um yeah
0: so you're used to doing stuff
1: yeah i like to get (laughs) out
0: (laughs) um so we talked about that and also since the last episode i believe it's since that last one you have released a book as well am i right
1: that's correct yeah so a psychology book
0: elevate your excellence the mindset and methods that make champions right
1: that's correct first of
0: all amazing title Yes. Because the title catches you, right? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, well, I want to be a champion.
1: I want right? to be a champion. I want to be a champion.
0: But I it, haven't read it yet, honestly, So I just found out you wrote a book. But uh, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. So Elevate Your Excellence. We'll have a link to where people can actually go to get the book as well. Right. Because um, I think it'll help a lot of people that listen to our podcast because there's not a lot of champions that listen to our podcast. Am I right, Joel? There's not a lot of champions that listen. I think that all people that listen are champions. See how we, how, see how I pitched that in and he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, that's, yeah I saw that. That's that was a little
2: slow pitch right there. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: had to give if that I didn't. To I him. get fired. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> So last episode we had John uh, or Joel talked to you. He talked about coming back after injuries. Right. Um, some of that mental stuff because we had a friend of ours, Curtis Thompson, at the time that was that's going right. through some stuff and kind of a request of him so you talked about a little bit of that the mental mindset um what what they go through um and just to recap i mean some of it was good because it's you were talking about how they go through anger and and fear of the unknown because um, mm-hmm. we're creatures um i think you said something like we're creatures of fear of the unknown right like we just it just happens we're we're scared of things if we don't know what it is some people are better at it than others um, you also talked about how when you get injured and you lose running, skiing, cycling, whatever your sport is, you kind of lose your identity. Mm-hmm. That was huge, I thought.
1: Um, what, what part of you losing your identity was huge? Like just
0: just thinking about that. It right? just yeah. Just because you think about it is like for for our community, we're trail runners, and there's the fear of missing out all the time. Whether it's a group run, whether it's a fast. Pack somewhere or a race, um, and when you're not able to do that for for injury spells, you you kind of like lose yourself because you're not part of your tribe anymore. You're right. not there experiencing it, um, and it can it can be the same way with the job. You know, mm-hmm. if you lose a job or don't have a job that was your identity. Um, but I never looked at the running side of it. And we've all sat around the table here. We've all been injured in some aspect. And when you're off to the on the sideline, you're yeah. kind of missing out, right?
1: totally yeah you're missing out there's a lot of other fears depending on who you are like when i was writing the book i kind of stopped working out and there was like (laughs) i got to see these other fears come up like fear of getting fat yeah like because i'm not like working out and doing this and i did put on some weight and it was just like oh but i'm okay with that but just seeing how that was a motivator for me like oh i have to get this run in or i have to get this workout in because like i'm gonna put on these pounds it's like oh well that's not an appropriate healthy motivator (laughs) like i do this because i like it um yeah and so there's just like when you are injured and you have to take that pause like i think it's a good opportunity to let those things that you're not really aware of just surface and like Hmm. process them so like the fear of getting fat like that was something that came up and i'm like oh well that is really silly and stupid and i shouldn't i shouldn't have that fear yeah
0: well, and then, well, like you just mentioned, too, it's like when you're, when you're sitting out um, and you, it's more or less you're missing what you love, right, or what you enjoy. And the other thing you talked about on there was you do it to become a better version of who you are or a better version of yourself. And I think that's another that strikes a pretty strong chord with people is trail runners running 100 milers. You're not doing it for the fame, the glory, the win, because that's pretty rare, but you're doing it to better yourself, mm-hmm. um, feeling better about yourself. So you know that injury bug because joel's coming off uh meniscal tear
2: right so he's been Surgery. off for, for
0: four, four weeks, weeks of, a, of a tear right so he's he's coming you know fresh off that yeah and one of the one of the theories we tested along with the mental side you talked about is do you our donuts do they help heal <laughs> meniscal surgeries because we we tested that and we joel did. joel i think he, he's skiing already so i think it helped
2: yeah, it did it did help <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The 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 combination of the cake donut, the chocolate cake and the glaze donut, if you rub that glaze on your <laughs> knee it's it's like a it's it's like a soothing cream. <laughs>
1: it's like osmosis, you know. Yes, Chocolate thank you. has like caffeine in it, I know. so it's just acce- accelerating the healing. I like the caffeine. where she's going
2: already. And
0: yeah. if you listened, people out there to um, her last podcast, she talked about visualization and yes. the light of healing. Yes, right, like mm-hmm. he- have feeling. That, so he's mm-hmm. healing with a glaze in That's, his mind. Yes, mm-hmm. so it's very similar, mm-hmm. right? So it's just a kind of a Miyagi mind trick. Miyagi,
2: like <laughs> <laughs> so Exactly.
0: Yeah, right. glaze on, glaze so I off, did, dude. I went total clockwise with the glaze, right? Ollie's over there licking your knee after. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the dog. He loved that. Um, but there's just, I mean, I can't, I can't say how much. Like I said, I went back and listened to the show today, and it was just so spot on for what a lot of us go through mentally. And I think anybody can relate to it, whether they were injured or coming back of, after. Right. a we pregnancy. We have a lot of listeners that I think have been injured over the last couple of years. Yes. And we've talked to a lot of them, for sure. Um, And the other thing is like setting micro goals. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's Mm -hmm. huge. Um, Setting, you know, smaller goals. Um, I I personally am going to start in January giving Joel stickers for micro goals uh, like you talked about in the last episode, <laughs> giving you stickers <laughs> for micro goals. You guys talked about like when you do good on math, you get a sticker yeah, says oh, yeah, good yeah, job.
1: Your son, <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was my similar thing because yeah. I got my stickers yep. for yeah. doing my multiplications, and yeah. that's just something that works for me.
0: Good point. S- so I went in to my. my 40s. I went to Michael's craft store, bought a <laughs> packet of stickers. I think Joel would appreciate. <laughs> and During January, when he does a good job, I'm going to put a sticker on him. <laughs> <laughs> on me, yeah, yeah. I'll just put it on your forehead, right across the table. <laughs> <laughs> you like should put that. them
1: in the inside of your ball caps Oh,
0: there, so And you, you can look up every once in a while You can just take it and off like and look I yeah. am good
2: uh, Yeah I think we need to have those available at all times
0: Which makes them just some Trail manners, 100% stickers Or yeah. thumbs up stickers Oh, I like that idea <laughs> yeah. It's like our own little emoji we just give Physical <laughs> emoji <laughs> It, it oh, could yeah, be I like a that. good job, buddy Yeah, good job, you you go, champ yeah. Something like that <laughs> yeah, That'd be perfect That'd be
2: great and we can just hand them out at the trailhead If somebody does pretty good You're like, here you go
0: and they'll be like, "What is this?" Like, you just
2: roll with it. You just deserve it. it. You're, yeah. you're,
0: you're you're golden today. You got a, you got a, you you bring a today. lot of smiles
1: to people's faces. I think you know, throw them off their routine. Like, yeah.
0: sweet. I, know, right? I don't know
1: what this is, yeah. but I think yeah. I feel it's really a little good. Creepy, <laughs>
2: it's creepy. I feel good. I'm not sure how I feel about <laughs> it's that. Creepy in a good way.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'll get back to you on this. <laughs> Let it sink in a little bit. Um, uh, but no, it was, it, you know, you brought up a lot of good things. You brought up Bob. Uh, big old bullies, which I think is a lot of us deal with, um, which is a re- the thing that reoccurs in your life that you let, keep coming back in that kind of beat you up uh, mentally um, that shouldn't be there, right? It's like things I, I
1: mean, it can be there. It's just...
0: You don't feed it, though, Yeah. right?
1: Um, and sometimes you let it in. You let it in for tea if that's like an appropriate thing because it keeps coming up. You're like why does this keep coming up? But anytime you're trying to challenge yourself, like whether that's in running or work or something like that, we all have these habits. And so every time like you're really pushing your limits and stepping outside of that comfort zone, like Bob will probably show up. It's just like your safety net. Like, oh, you're not good enough. I don't know if you can do this. Whatever your Bob is like, it's natural that that's going to show up. And I don't know, like. Unless you're enlightened, maybe you can eradicate it, but it's probably going to show up. But but the more that you recognize it and just give it attention and let it go, like the less intensity it has. Hmm versus like no 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 I'm not this, I'm not that and I think when you get injured those things really show up at your door and you have oh, yeah. to kinda deal with them.
0: Especially depending on what they are too. Like you mentioned when you were off and I, I talk about it all the times it's your weight, right? So when I get injured and I can see my, feel myself, okay, now I'm getting I'm getting big again. And that's one of my bobs, right? Is mm-hmm. weight. And so but when you're injured it's almost like, what can I do? There's nothing I can really do right now. I can't get out and exercise. I can't do whatever. And this, right, and you got to eat your feelings. Yeah, and it's like this it's half totally. pint, yeah. this, this pint of ice cream is not going to go away. Oh, it'll go on away. On its own. Yeah. On its own. You will <laughs> help it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, um, Just so many, so many amazing things that came out of that last podcast, and I, I just recommend anybody go back and listen to it, and listen to it more than once because I did, and it, mm. things keep popping up. Your jar of awesomeness that you brought up. Um, I wanted to start that a, over a year ago and I didn't, and so I started it today. I'm like, I can't wait on it. I'll forget. Mm-hmm. And can you explain just quickly your jar of awesomeness for our listeners?
1: Yeah, a jar of awesomeness is just finding a mason jar and cutting up some pieces of paper or using like a sticky note and like have it in your office or have it somewhere where you see regularly and like reflect on your day like what went well? What did I learn? And you write a little note to yourself okay. and you put it in the jar so yeah. it's like a little fortune cookie. Okay. So you put these little fortune cookies in a jar of all these positive things. Are you putting
2: the date on the top? You can. Okay. So are are you pulling them out every once in a while? Every once in a while, yeah.
1: When you're like in a dip, like, oh, I'm getting fat or I'm injured or Mm -hmm. I'm just not motivated today. When you
0: lost your mojo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You
1: you just pick out a few and be like, oh, yeah, like Hmm. I am doing well because we just get lost in like our growth because there's no real signposts. Yeah. And so these are like little signposts that you want to remember of like, oh, yeah, I did do this. Oh, I forgot I learned that. Because we learn it. Like we struggle, struggle, struggle. Then we learn something and then we just right. forget it. Like, And it's like not a big deal anymore because you've overcame that. But you forget that all these little daily, weekly things that you do to help yourself be better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the positive things, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you just reach in, you grab it, and you read it, and you go, oh, yeah, that is pretty good. And it kind of changes that mindset or cuz we have sometimes listeners call and we'll get it to that a little bit too but what do i do when i've lost my mojo what do i do oh, yeah. when oh that's I, been big lately it's been really big and it so has. you know we've had people ask us that question and i think this would be a good to approach approach with you but you know people are like what do i do when i, I just don't want to do it but it's the thing i love but i just can't get out the door mm-hmm. you know and we all know so once you get out the door sometimes then you're good yep. but getting out the door <clears throat> is so difficult sometimes for people yeah Right? Yeah. Or, or you get burnout or whatever it is.
1: And a lot of listeners aren't just elite runners, right? We have no lives way. and we have like jobs and we have kids and yep. we have pets and all these other stressors. Mm-hmm. And um, running is very positive, but it's also a stressor on your body. And so your body doesn't really know the difference between whether it's like emotional stress, like a friend is hurting or your right. kid is sick or it, you have a deadline to meet at work or you're going out for like an LSD run. So, yeah.
2: Long, slow distance? Yes. Okay.
0: So, want to clarify that. Jill perked up. Yeah. He's like, It's oh. been a while <laughs> since I've done that. Jill perked up 80s.
2: Summer of 89. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: i like, wait, wait, wait.
2: Last time that happened was the, the winter of 95, Snow King Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jill sneaked us off. <laughs> he, was listening to,
0: he was listening to fish.
2: The guy okay, <laughs> Back in the day, he used to be able to sneak on Snow King in the evening at, during night skiing, and they never changed your pass. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun.
0: Joel so have, got kicked off. <laughs> Joel had Fish playing in his Sony Walkman. Yes. Something <laughs> <through his ear. laughs> it's totally did. <dead. laughs>
2: was it a CD or a tape?
0: <laughs> it was a cassette. No, it was a tape. It, it was a tape. It was
2: a mixtape.
0: Big old cassette in his pouch. That's yes, right. <laughs> Check it, bro. We got this new tape. Click. i got to turn my tape over. Side two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: when you pull up to the lift line, you're just giggling your head off.
0: You know something's going on. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> so long, slow distance. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know what I was talking about.
0: <laughs> no, just talking about those uh, losing your mojo and trying to get back out there and not looking. You know, sometimes you're looking maybe for that one. T- say it's a run, right? So you're looking for that one run to get you back on track. And sometimes that's not there, right? It's going to take one or two because you get back on track and it's like, man, today was harder than I- last time I ran. wasn't this hard. I didn't go this slow. I, I felt better. And so it's that m- that mental state again of this sucks, right? As mm-hmm. opposed to if I do another one, I'll get stronger, but I don't want to wait a week to get better. Can it happen today, right? So some of, some of that mojo coming back, How how would you address that with somebody, you think?
1: Well, I think that's expectations. So what are your expectations? Like, you know, like going back to the LSD run and like the stressors that you have, like those naturally accumulate in your body. So it's like, wow, I've actually had to meet this deadline. My kid got sick and I just don't want to run or I'm running and my legs are really heavy. But your body doesn't really know. It just releases that cortisol because it feels stressed. Like your brain doesn't know. It's like, oh, I'm stressed. So I'm going to like release this cortisol. And so I think just expectations of like looking at your life and like, oh, actually, it's probably really appropriate that my legs feel really heavy given what I had this week. And so I think it's just multifaceted. Right. And so just looking back at that um, and giving yourself a break, I think we want a hundred percent gains every single day. Right. Like hundred percent every day. Um, and that's awesome. But it's really when we rest, right, that's when our body recovers. Right. And so um, I think there's a lot of different reasons looking at like your motivation, like Again, why are you running? There's a lot of intrinsic and extrinsic. So, what's internally like, I just love connecting with my community, you know? I love the flow, the feeling of that. The external would be like, I want to lose some weight, or right. I want to keep my weight where it's at, or I want to place at this race. Right. So, like, the research shows that if it's like, heavily weighted in the externals like you lose motivation fast you burn out that's Mm -hmm. not sustainable so the more that you can connect to like 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 the jar of awesomeness why do i love this like think back when you were a kid or an adult when you started like really running and i was like well what was it about running that you just so enjoyed Mm -hmm. like what got you excited like oh i get to go run like what was it about running that would just like filled up your heart
0: mm-hmm. mine, mine was the kids didn't get the lunch money from me because I, I was faster stealing than them. The lunch money from you? i'm like I'm, that's how i started running yeah <laughs> running from the bullies yeah <laughs> hmm. so that gets me excited <laughs> <laughs> hearing change in my pocket when i run gets me motivated <laughs> so so you you work you're a coach you deal with uh different athletes mm-hmm. um from from rock climbing to skiing to running to mm-hmm. whatever it is what would you say some of the bigger hurdles or challenges come to you like with questions with them? I mean, is it that looking for that hundred percent gain? Is it is it expecting too much out of themselves? Um, what what are some of the things that you deal with, um, not on a daily basis, but some of the things that are harder for for some of those athletes to process or get through?
2: hmm
1: You know, that's really interesting because it's so different for each and every person. So. Like, sometimes it's like peaking under pressure. Right. That's usually a lot of the youth clients that I have, like the 11 to, you know, early 20s. It's like, how do I peak under pressure? How do I deal with all this pressure that I have? And the elite athletes, they deal with that, too, but not necessarily like I had a skier. It's like she's great at peaking under pressure, but she's really horrible at setting goals. She didn't know how to set goals. She's a great athlete. Somehow she made it to this elite level, but she's like, I have this time, but I don't know how to schedule my day. Gotcha. Yeah. And she's 30 years old. Wow. And so it's just different for every single person. I, I would have never even thought that because it's like you're an elite athlete. Like, right. you don't know how to set goals? Like, <laughs> I figured, like, that would be really easy for but you her ability, her, there, right? her ability
2: got her there. Her ability got there
1: and her drive and, you yeah. know. Um, and so it's just really interesting. And I just talked to someone yesterday who wants to do an Ironman. And he's in his early 50s and his is procrastination. Like, oh, you know, I run but i don't really train like i really hate training but i know if i did train like i'd be i'd be (laughs) be pretty good yeah because i do these races that are 10 hours you know and I can do them, and I finish in the middle of the pack. But and so his is procrastination, right? Versus someone else, and that's like a motivation thing. Someone else might be, I am so driven, I burn out because right. I just think I can do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those that's the motivation thing, goal setting, peaking under pressure, like anxiety and arousal, like that would be peaking under pressure too. Like just dealing with that on a on a daily basis, and then how do you do that? as you get closer to a race or a competition or whatever your event is when you go so i don't know if there's like any one thing that sticks out it's pretty much
0: different with probably sport age uh gender um experience Mm -hmm. kind of all those things so you i mean you're your coaching, your day could be all over the board then, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's just, so
2: fun. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm
0: saying. It keeps you on your toes, but it keeps you thinking, and it's not the same thing over and over and over again.
1: Right, yeah. And that's what's fun about it is, like, meeting people where they're at, like, listening to their stories um, and listening what's between the words. And then mm-hmm. I call it verbal diarrhea because when you're, like, struggling, you're just like, blah, 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 I don't know what I'm saying. I'm like, that's okay. Just keep going because what I'm really good at is seeing patterns and putting the pieces of the puzzle together and be like, oh, have you noticed this pattern? They're like, no, what's mm-hmm. going on? And so from there, it's like, all right, let's co-create a tool or a skill or something for you. Mm-hmm. And so it's not me saying, here's your training plan. It's right. really meeting people where they're at and, like, you have busy schedules, so, like, what's going to work? Like, 10 minutes of meditation. Like, I have an infant. Like, that's not going to work. Okay, well, can you fit in, like, a minute, like, when you go to the bathroom, you know? Just to, like, lower that arousal, that anxiety right. versus just being ramped up all the time. So, it's it's everywhere from, like, let's see, this week was an 11-year-old, um, like, mountain biker, cross-country skier um, who lives in France, who's super cute, to the fifty year old athlete to let's see I'm trying to, like I don't know the whole I mean that's a good range right just yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah it is <laughs> huge.
0: So how how well are you at uh, helping yourself?
1: Ooh, Ooh that's a really you know good question. I mean? Horrible.
0: Yeah, well that's usually how it is, <laughs> yeah, right? it's true. I mean you hear that a lot. Yeah. It's like oh you give amazing advice and then you get down like well didn't you tell me this? Yeah like, eh, well whatever. You know right. Yeah. So I mean is it is it Because that's what you do, is it difficult to get yourself through whatever you're going into?
2: True. I mean, do you find that – do you get involved emotionally? Are you emotionally invested in some of these people? Mm. Does that beat you up?
1: Mm, That's a really good question. Yes, but it doesn't beat me up. I am emotionally invested when I'm here, but I have tools where it's like I let – I let that go. Right. And I learned that early in my career when I was an athletic trainer at mm-hmm. the University of Wisconsin-Oshkosh. Right. Cheese uh,
2: curds. Cheese curds. <laughs> they got to be squeaky. Wee. Oh, that would be a good sound effect. Every time you say cheese curds. Yeah, exactly.
0: Or or <laughs> them hitting the in? deep fryer. Yeah. Oh. Have you had deep fried cheese curds?
2: I have not. Okay,
0: well, that's Well, not. yeah, I
2: have. I mean,
1: cheese at the bar, you know, like yeah. they have a little, yeah, deep yeah. fried, yeah. I don't have. think
0: you have. I think she has. The way she said it. Oh yeah, I have. No, you'd be like, oh my no, god, I, mean, I have. Know,
2: when when you live no. in Wisconsin, it's just it's natural. Yeah. It just
0: happens. Yeah, well, right. I did
2: not like
1: cheese until I moved to Wisconsin.
0: I can see that.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I grew off on craft
2: singles, and that was <laughs> Of course, we cheese. all did, right? <laughs> yeah, was just turn them up. ball
0: them up and make a cheese curd with one of them. Yeah, exactly. Homemade cheese curd, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I got you off topic. You were you were Wisconsin. Yeah, as right. an athletic
1: trainer uh-huh. and right. being emotionally invested in right. those athletes because I'd see them every single day, and, like, they would call me mom, and I started working there at the age of 24. Right. So Whoa. not that much older than they were. True. Um, and so that really did burn me out, like – um, and so I, I've learned tools like, yeah, I'm emotionally invested, but I also have like my own protective system that's okay. like, all right, I'm here with you right now. And I'm like, and I think that's why I'm good at what I do is cause it's just like, I'm here, I'm present. Okay. And then it's like I take notes and I let that go. And when I see them next time, I read the notes. Or um, if I think of them randomly, I send them links like, oh, listen to this podcast or did, right. did you see this article? Okay. And it's all And it's all pretty random unless we decide they need some more accountability. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you need an email or a text? It's like, yes. Will you... I will text you after you're done with your workout right? Like, and see how that went. Like, how'd it go? Or 7 o'clock in the morning because I'm up early. It's like, hey, have fun with your workout today. And so I just have little reminders like that. But that's what I like. I like having deep connections with people. Right. It's um, part of why I do what I do.
0: Hmm. Well, because I think from your side, too, you know what it takes, right, To for them to get where they want to be, you know, what they're doing, um, you know, waking up early, you know, eating a certain diet, training hard, putting other things maybe on the back burner a little bit or juggling infants and things so you, you you know what's they go through on a daily basis so it's it's easy to be attached i guess in a way right
2: mm-hmm.
0: that what, i mean joel does that when he helps people lift weights
2: yeah i found early in my career that i was very emotionally involved with people and it burnt me out so bad it really really crushed me
0: the, so when you can kind of detach first couple a couple years bit.
2: That, i really detached yeah I mean, it was more like automatic, just like, yeah, I can, I can make up a program like in my sleep, right? Mm-hmm. But I kind of like withdrawn from all that. And then I still find it hard to be really deeply involved with the client base like I used to. It's, it's a struggle because <laughs> it, it, I, I would give everything mm-hmm. to them right yeah and then I would have a client base of like 100 people and then it, it was a lot so and that's one of the reasons I probably haven't grown my client base really big lately because I'm just I'm nervous about that again mm-hmm. yeah it's hard yeah yeah so it's difficult
0: with your client base I mean what's kind of an average client base you have at one time like how many? Yeah.
1: Oh, I only take five to ten.
0: Really? So you keep it small? Because I keep it you... small. Okay.
1: Because I am invested in them, and I did write a book, and I feel yeah. like I am still coming off of that. My son's only four.
2: Right. Um,
1: and so I want to be there yeah. in those years, and he's going to be in kindergarten next year. And so so I think it's easier to be like, yeah, I have these clients, and um, I'm here with you, and I'm texting you, and, um, and that's able to sustain me for where I'm at right now right and so so I, I like that setup I mean maybe it will change um, I have programs already set to do like online stuff. Um, for people, um, but I just don't have the energy or drive to do it because I like the personal interaction. Yeah, so it's right. like, this is for, I had an intern last year who's a soccer coach at a college. So I was like, this is for Jocelyn. Right. And like, I'm making this for her team and she can use it and test it and then I'll be way more motivated to do things like that. So that will be another source to get this stuff out there because there's not a lot of the mental side of things right. um, at a reasonable cost. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I noticed, like, we'll get to your book for sure, but I know that, like, there are a lot of books out there on the psychology of athletes, right? right. I mean, if you Google it, there's there's a ton of them on there. Um, when you decide, what made you decide to write a book, knowing that there's stuff out there? I mean, did you just, is that something you've always wanted to do? Did you just have this burning thing that, man, I've got some stuff that can help people? I mean, what what made it to the point where you decided to do this?
1: I got asked to write a book.
0: Oh, that was it? <laughs>
1: Well, That's there was some stuff answer. before that. Hey, why don't
0: you buy me some cheese curds? Does that work? <laughs> <Exactly> <laughs> you just got to right. ask. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, well, I would say I've never had a desire to write a book. I was horrible in English all throughout college and high school and whatever. So getting a dissertation and writing that was extremely painful. Right. Um, but then a few years after it, um, I had a classmate who wrote a book for golfing. And I was like, actually, it'd be really cool to write a book. And so I was thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And it was like within a month that um, I had one of my classmates slash roommates, Abigail Larson. She said, hey, I'm doing this book series. I'm writing a book, Fuel for Sport. Right. She has her Ph.D. in exercise physiology, also a sports dietitian and a winter Olympian. And she's like, I'm writing this series. I wrote one for fuel for sport, so nutrition for sport. I'd like you to write one for sport psychology and another person to write one on exercise physiology. So it's under an umbrella. Okay. This book is under umbrella of of exercise science. Right. Specifically for coaches and athletes. Right. And so the book is um you didn't ask me this question, ma'am. No, going I, down the book. This is where we're going, this is where we're
0: leading. I'm throwing you the pitch and you just yeah. do what I, you I need did, with. Yeah,
1: it. home run. Uh, so the book is actually a textbook.
0: Oh. But
1: yeah. So but it's a textbook meant for practitioners. Right. So it's meant for physical therapists, coaches, mm-hmm. athletes. And so the book is this great balance of science and art.
2: Okay.
1: So it's like what is just nitty gritty science right away like quick and easy for anybody to read who doesn't know it like what's the science base and then what's the practical application which is what i really like is like how do you find that balance because people are really science oriented or they're very practical application oriented so i like finding that middle ground right um and so that's the book it's it's 150 pages
0: oh Right so on. you want? That's digestible. I was gonna say that's not big. I could I could work on that. You could work on, yeah. you on that. Oh, there we uh, go. Abigail I'd like
1: Larson. Um, all the cover of the books are that way, but see, it's not very.
2: No, you that's, could flip
1: through it. I just handed them the book. So, oh, so but she, it's got.
2: Is that 11 point font?
0: <laughs> oh, we talked about that earlier. Am I gonna need readers? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're totally gonna need readers, Eric. <laughs> Damn it! Just check that. <laughs> is there is those words those oh here. there we go i can see it we now my, my choice back here? publishers Ten feet away <laughs> yeah. no so did you get to choose your topics and stuff or did they just say yeah. this is what we wanted about nice. you you nail it is that kind of how it was you
1: i you want you to write a sports psychology book it's for physical therapy, but just like what i told you it's for this it's okay. just a general umbrella book um have at it it has to be between 100 150 pages
0: 11 point font <laughs> no diagrams. So how, how long did this take you?
1: A year and a half.
0: Really? 150 mm-hmm. pages a year and a half. That is a yeah. big chunk of life. It
2: is.
1: It's a huge chunk.
0: Because you get, um, I imagine when you're doing this, you almost get obsessed with it. And then you have to step away a little bit. Is that yeah, kind of I almost worked? quit. I did, did
1: quit two times. And I actually, we had a girls weekend and the uh, editor was there. And I was like, I'm, I'm not finishing the book. So I literally was, like, halfway through, and I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. She's like, okay, I get it. Like, writing a book is hard. And so I took a, like, two-month break, and I was like, no, I want to finish it.
2: So is there all these little exercises in here? Yeah, there's tons. So I'm looking through here. Yeah, I saw that, but I just saw this really good mental exercise. Yeah, cool. Called, what's your level of buzz?
0: (laughs) Give me a couple more of these IPAs. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs)
2: I'm not seeing that in the question list. Uh, dang it. <laughs> when you perform your best, what is your level of buzz? That does not include what. how many IPAs does it take. I that's try to make question. things fun
1: and lighthearted.
0: That's what we do. But I like
2: this because you're not going to see a textbook or a self-help book that says, hey, what's your level of buzz? Because, I mean, that's kind of what you're after, right? When, when you're out there and you're exercising, you, you get that endorphin rest. You feel good. Mm-hmm.
0: And you chase it.
2: Yeah, you do. For the next one. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. I want that again. I want that
0: again. Oh, I I know it. Yeah, I want to feel good. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I like that.
1: So the level of buzz is really like your arousal level. And I use the word arousal, not anxiety, because it's a neutral term. Right. Versus anxiety has a negative connotation to it. And so, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, like, where are you at? And this is, like, while you're running, but also through the day. like. Cause I get really excited very easily, so I get ramped up to like nine. Like, ooh, yeah. I have to bring myself down because I'm mm. going to burn out. Yeah. So, what's your level of buzz? Like, what's that like. sweet spot for you when you're running, when you're running up a hill, when mm. you're running downhill? Mm. At a race, like your different training runs, they yeah. require a different level mm-hmm. of where you want to be at, so you don't burn out. Right. So it's like the level of buzz in your in your mind and your body.
0: I like mm. that, and I like too what you said early on. It's it's not. It's easy to digest sciency stuff because I've seen some mental psychology books for athletes that are athletes very that are, thick. That are so sciency mm-hmm. that I get through like the first chapter. I'm like, this is way over my Th- head. The introduction, you're done. Or, right? or it's like I don't. It, it's not interesting or it's uh, just tell me do I if I wear girls underwear and run do I my be faster that's all I want to know right it's like really? what color really? what, what color? color red
1: yeah if they're red
0: red, red thongs red. and I and they're lace I go faster that's More what I'll do see. but I don't want to read why right it's yeah. like, just tell me just what, tell what me. to do right mm-hmm. and there's so many out there though that I mean you come from that where it's your lifestyle you you studied it and I know there's a lot of stuff out there and I know some people are different they like that stuff but mm-hmm. I think it's like, just tell me. How do I get my mojo back? How do mm. I how do I get A to B? How do I do this? I just want to know, you know. And it's not like you don't want to know the process, but you know, the big long words with a lot of vowels.
1: Proprioception, like, whatever. The, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I wouldn't even drink <laughs> right? that. Whatever yeah. that was. I know? wouldn't <laughs> drink it. <laughs> whatever that word was, I wouldn't even drink it. Yeah, no, but I think that's that's what's great about it, and the fact it's 150 pages, it's yeah, not it's overwhelming. Easy to digest. It's not overwhelming, so you don't pick it up and go, God, I'm never going to – I mean, Joel's already, like, sounded out four words. Yeah. He's he's hit the scratch and sniff pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be a side note. We need to have a squirrel moment. So th- th- you
2: and I talked about having a scratch and sniff that you can send in a text. Yeah. They're close to doing that. Damn it. They listen to that conversation.
0: It's more of a picture frame, is what I had it, but it's the same thing. I'm, I'm really bummed now. I need some help.
2: We're, we're missing I need some out. mental help. We're missing out on that royalty. <sighs>
0: That's we really should we should patent have patented it. Yeah.
2: That's
0: what people listen to our podcast and they get ideas. They, they just steal act them on all them. the damn time. They just act on them, and we just sit back and yeah, we don't. So
1: you need to somehow uh, copyright your, your like
2: podcast spots.
0: Well, we've had nice. we've had two of our sayings and I say sayings, two of our, I don't, I don't say sayings, what are they? More of our things. We um, tagline, taglines. Taglines yeah. taken. Mm. And people will use them word for word on something else. It's just, it's comical almost. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you know, it's a well, form of flattery, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not go that far. <laughs> brilliant
0: might be a little bit overstating. Yeah, They'll don't, don't say brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so with, the, with the book, how long has it been out? It's only been out a year maybe? One year. One yeah. year. What's mm-hmm. kind of the feedback you're getting? Are you getting feedback from it, from uh, athletes, well, from professors, from... Well, I mean, I'd imagine. I mean, come on, she's talking about buzz. Yeah. So, I mean, if you got some? Per- is it okay? Are you getting feedback? B to the question. Are you going to write another book?
1: Um, I am getting feedback. Okay. And I'm not writing another book.
0: <laughs> I'm not writing a new book. <laughs>
1: I made sure my husband told me how much I I did not like writing a book. And but it was a good process, right? Yeah. So there's so much out there in sports psychology. It was really for me to like funnel all of this stuff. Like, what do I think the pillars are based on my experience? And so it's like an intro to mental skills training. Like, what is it? Why is it important? Why do people not do it? You know, because they Ooh, think like it's that. a quick fix. Like, oh, if I just breathe real quick, or if I just visualize, it should be fine. But it's your mind is a muscle just like your, like your physical body. So... Oh, you yeah.
0: Speaking of physical body, with Joel's, <laughs> like got a, he's got some weird pose going through the Well, I'm trying to,
2: it's one of the mental exercises. Imagine how your day is the flow. Yeah. I like this. Read,
1: read it, yeah.
2: I, I, I'm liking this, because normally I'll just kind of, like, jot down my to-do list on a, on a, a note, you'll, right? A sticky note.
0: You'll wake up, get your coffee, put some ice cubes in it to cool yeah, it down. Ice,
2: <laughs> ice cube, yes, thank you. A little, little cream, right, and some grass-fed
0: butter. <laughs> okay, right? yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you jot your to do list.
2: Well, usually I have my to do list if, if I'm organized and I'm on is done the night before. Okay. Like like if I'm at the gym.
0: So on your to-do will, do to do list is to do I will walk over and I'll list. make
2: my to do list while I'm training, right? Because okay. you know, I training is like automatic, right? But then I'm thinking like, okay, what well, I got to do it tomorrow? Okay, well I got to do X, Y, and Z, and then I got that workouts for tomorrow as well. I like this because this mental exercise would make it more personable for that day, right? I'm more invested in what's going on that day instead of checking off the
0: list. That makes sense.
1: And your brain doesn't know the difference between right now and the future. So if you're imagining it, like, how do I want my day to flow? How do I want the morning to go? Mm -hmm. It feels like it's already doing that. So it doesn't really know the difference. So you're setting yourself up for success and, like, Oh, what are some obstacles that I might potentially have with clients or right. whatever else? Like, how am I going to navigate that? And just take five minutes to mm-hmm. think about that. Right. And like, and you'd be surprised of how your day
2: flows. I, I'm, i think I'm going to have to start trying this.
0: That's what it's for. Yeah, I like that. That's why I'm doing the jar of awesomeness. Right. You learn stuff, and this, I mean, we're looking at the book. I mean, that's one of the advantages. we this have. This book is
2: on our. The holiday shopping list. Yeah, with us. we got our
0: our holiday podcast. This will absolutely be on there. Again, I can't tell. I've been reading some books lately. Some people have got me turned on to a series of books. What I won't mention on the air. I want people into my life. Um, but this is not intimidating because no. number one is the size, right? right? It almost, the look at, so I'm looking at it right now. It looks like a recipe book. Oh, it, I know. Because there's it's a great, grape grapefruit and broccoli <laughs> on I the front. Yeah. My athlete, right? um, and that actually,
1: a professional athlete who read this book and made comments on it and edited it for me, um, I showed him the book. He's like the cover sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I didn't get to choose. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not
0: going there, but it's just, it's not, <laughs> not going there. <laughs> it's not, there. Angry, not it. <laughs> It's making me hungry. Okay. That's There's true. What grapefruit? Really? <laughs> Can you look over this here? They got a salad. I got some 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 peppers. I think those are onions right there. That should that's should turn right. you off right away. I didn't look at it. It Looks like a baseball from where okay. my okay. eyes are bad.
1: But they have runners on it.
0: There are runners kind on of. it. Oh yeah, they do. Some yeah. Well, so. there's
2: pictures of like the middle of Teton in here, right? Okay. Yeah, they so. are
1: pictures of me and yeah. my clients and nice. my friends. I like So that's I awesome. sprinkled mm-hmm. that in there.
2: I, I like these small exercises. That
0: just from what we flipped through real quickly, the small exercises can be very helpful. And isn't so that what kind of a lot of it is? You're trying to not just work out your muscles, work out your, your cardio, but work out your brain, right? You're trying to get habits mentally because I'm sure, I mean, we deal with it in longer races. The athletes you deal with it is when, when things go South, you know, how do you pull through, right? Because you do, you put, you invest so much time in how fast my mile is, my pace, my diet, my gear, my shoes, my whatever I'm wearing. But at the end of the day, I can honestly say, I don't, invest anything in my mind when it comes to training, right? Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it that way, but it's, it's the truth. I don't sit at home and visualize. Um and I have another question for you coming up, but I don't meditate. So I think this is important I and mean, it's huge. And it we know it. We're smart enough to know no you need to be strong mentally. But it's yeah. like, well how do I be strong now?
1: <laughs> right. And the question that I ask people is like how much of your sport out of hundred percent, like how much of your sport is Mental versus physical. Put mm-hmm. a percentage on it. So how Don't much ask
0: it, Yogi Berra, right? Is right.
1: That's it, my first quote in the book. Is it really? Yeah. Sweet. It's on the first page. Well, besides the little intro. Um, and it's like 50, all the way to 100% I've heard people say it's mental. I'm like, and how much time do you spend on your mental game?
0: Oh, it's probably the neglect. Zero. Zero. Yeah, zero.
1: And it could be five minutes every other day. Just to get you started, it, it really does make a difference, like, really fast, really easy. Like, doing the how-does-your-day-flow exercise, just thinking about that before, like, you open up the gym or something like that. Before I right. open up the gym door, that's my little trigger. Like, oh, how do I want this day to go? Like, mm-hmm. having, like, a little trigger for yourself. Just and It could even be one minute.
0: Well, and the great thing about it is when you're talking about how do I want my day to go, most athletes are exercising at some point every day, mm-hmm. pretty much, whether it's, you know, low-key... So it's like, how do I want my day to go? You can visualize your run, your workout in, included with that, and that could help not only help you get some of that mojo back because you're visualizing, well, I don't want to run, but, man, if I do this run and I'm visualizing, I might you know, have a good day. I might you know, see wildlife, whatever it might be, have this smell, you know, whatever it is. So, I mean, it makes more It's one of those things when someone says it, you, it clicks. It's like, God, that makes so much sense, but you just don't think about it because it's not – I don't know, it's not a, a mainstream, it's not all over social media, right? I mean, that's the mental side, it's it's not sexy, right?
1: Yeah, you can't see it, it's yeah. not tangible, yeah. right? It's like, oh, you feel when you're doing push-ups, like in the gym, like, I am working, I am getting something done. Sweat, right? And something. so, like, the mental aspect, like, you're doing something, and it's like you're putting money into the bank, but you don't see the bank really ever grow, because it's right. just these little deposits, and it's just like... Whatever I'm doing this five dollars, it's not doing anything, and then all of a sudden things start to click. Right. It's like I have a lot of money in the bank. I yeah. don't know why I'm doing this. Like it just, it just happened. Like, it's that well, compound
2: interest, it's right, exactly. over time. hmm Yeah. That's same with, same with this. This will behave the same way, right? you creating patterns, developing that behavior, and it'll pay off in the long run.
1: Mm-hmm. And you'll have dips. I mean, it's oh, not yeah. like this magic bullet. It's like, I have dips and like low points. And you talked about like how well do I take care of myself? There's times where it's really good, and there's times it's like I get busy and I don't do it. And I don't meditate. I meditate pretty regularly um, for the last seven years. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I don't always. There's a lot of things that I want to do that I don't always do. And it's like, oh, I have to kind of get back on the wagon. Right. And the way I describe. Um, Like, developing these new patterns, there's a couple ways, but one way is, like, your habit, like, in your brain, the neural pathway, is like a highway. You just get on the highway, and you go, and you don't really have to think about it, because it's a habit. When you're trying to develop a new habit, it's like, you get off, we're in the mountains here and you have to like get off the highway and go into the woods and start navigating your way sometimes you have to like crawl under a log sometimes you have to cut the log Mm -hmm. like there's all these different things that you have to do and it get tired so then you get back on the highway
0: it's easy it's easy less resistance
1: yeah it's like I know how to do that and it's like, oh, no, nope, that's not serving me. I have to get back into the forest and, and create this new pathway for myself. Right. And so that's like, how do I get my mojo back? You know, it's just understanding how that brain works. I'm trying to do this new pattern, but it's exhausting. Right. And so giving yourself some leeway and some like just understanding like, oh, I'm in the forest right now. Because you don't know that. You're just beating yourself up.
0: Right. So is there is there a way to overcome things like that in your eyes? Like, is there a way to overcome not giving something a chance meditation or staying going off the freeway you know what i mean because it's difficult for people that don't know what they're doing or how to do it um is there advice you would have for something like that patience patience
1: Advice. I'm not sure if I an- understand the question. So, Advice so, for.
0: So here's an, here's an example. Yeah.
2: Thank you. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I like examples. No.
0: So so I have a friend. He's of got have
2: fr- I got a friend. I've <laughs> got a I've got a, okay. I've got a friend of mine. Yeah.
0: He wants to do yoga. Yeah. Right. He really wants to get into yoga because he knows it's meditation. But he's
2: afraid of the moose knuckle ants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is what he's afraid of, he truly. Was, he was afraid never of. afraid of that until Joel mentioned it yes. on the podcast. No, but it's like jumping out of your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. Because you get in an element, and it's a perfect example. You get in an element where it's a yoga class. People have been in yoga for 20 years. You're the new person in class. You don't even know how to touch your toes without leaning against a wall. How do you what what's ways for people to get over stuff like that? I want I want to get in the gym and work out, but I feel uncomfortable. Like I went through this when I worked out with Joel. Two three years it took me to get into his gym. I text him. I don't dare. I'm not strong. I don't ever (laughs) lift weights. What are what are some some I guess the mental side of that to overcome. How can we get his friend into the yoga gym? Yeah, my friend really wants to <laughs> do yoga. It might take two
2: years. <laughs> my friend's yeah. been wanting to do
0: yoga for a long time. The problem time. is his friend lives across the street from the yoga gym itself. And gets in free. And so, gets in free. Yeah. I mean, how do you overcome those things mentally, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, th- there's a few layers to that. Um,
0: layer one, wear the stretchy <laughs> pants
2: around the yes, apartment. Yes, layer
1: one, find something that's comfortable to wear. Yes, <laughs> stretchy pants. That you feel comfortable in.
2: in. And maybe do a little <laughs> prancercising in the apartment. Get comfortable.
0: I don't know if they're in an apartment or not. It's for a friend of mine.
1: But I but I find it really interesting when you mention this, that took you two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a model called the Trans Theoretical Model of Change. Mm-hmm. And so... See?
0: That's one did of those big Oh, did things. you talk to him about no, this? No, I'm just saying, see? He's looking at me because I don't know big words. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but this is part of the process. Is like, okay, I want to make this change. And people are like, okay, I know I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I know it's good for me. And it's, that's part of like, okay. And you keep repeating that. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. So I buy the yoga pants. And the yoga pants sit there for like a year.
2: Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, okay,
1: I'm going to do this. I bought my yoga pants. I'm totally going to do this. It's just part of the process. They say on average, like from when like you recognize that you want to do something to when you actually do it, on average takes two years.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's, insane. that's a crazy.
1: So that's why I said two wow. years. And I thought it was really funny that you're like two to three years.
2: And so what's on the other end of that? So what's somebody that's like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it right now.
0: Yeah. Like the people that just jump right into it, yeah. But don't think about it. What's the What's the correlating factor there? I mean, what's the difference between the mindset? Yeah.
2: I think it's
1: um, maybe a growth mindset. So like, just this willingness to learn. I got that book. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, Carol. I'll Dweck. Let you
2: borrow it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I haven't read her book, but I know her research. Yeah. Uh, but it's like. Having a growth mindset of like, oh, I'm just gonna try it. It doesn't hurt to try. If yeah. I don't like it, I don't have to do it. I just right. want. I know it's good for me. People talk about this, so why right. not just jump in? Was, social media,
0: was, no, was, was social media around when that book was released? What was social media around when that book was released? Because they didn't have to worry about memes or Instagram pictures <laughs> or blackmail. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know a lot of people. <laughs> it's true.
1: Maybe we need to work on a strong sense of self. Yeah,
0: yeah there you go. Strong Nothing can rattle smell? from
1: outside.
0: <laughs> no, so so what's the what's the book called? Then were you guys talking about the growth?
1: Growth mindset. Growth mindset. Or yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's just called. Mi- is it growth I, I think mindset? I mindset. mindset.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's a really good book.
1: Carol Dweck. Yeah. Ironically, be- the name of my business.
0: Mindset mm-hmm. or Carol.
1: Mindset. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do. I think it's interesting because there's, I see a lot of people out there and I know a lot of people that can just jump into something and just with, it almost looks carefree. I don't care. I, there's got to be a little bit in there, you'd think, but, mm-hmm. but I also myself and I know other people that are the opposite. That it's mm-hmm. like, it's going to take me a long time to put my foot in that pool. And once I do, you know, is it too late? You yeah. Know what I mean?
1: It's like, are you a person that takes the band off slowly or fast?
0: I take the tape off my nips quick after I run. <laughs> I've you learned that. used to that, though. I do. I have, yeah, and yeah, I do it first in the shower. Was
1: probably like,
0: eh. I do it in the shower so it doesn't. Or maybe I should do yoga in the shower. Because I can do Hot nips. yoga. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, it's, to That's me it's stretchy. interesting. Just the whole difference in how they're wired, maybe? Is that, is yeah, that something uh, you... Yeah, apprehension, fear
1: apprehension fear like how you view yourself what your it goes back to the unknown like are you someone who thrives kind of being outside of your comfort zone like i'm one of those people like i like being out of my comfort zone and just like getting all this new information, I don't know what's going to happen and I don't care what you think. And like, maybe I look like a total ass, but I don't care. Like, right. <laughs> um, and some people are more apprehensive, like, I don't know. Am I good enough? People are going to be looking at me. Right. You know, See, like, I
0: fill all those boxes right there. And I'll be honest. I fill those boxes. Mm-hmm. And it's it sucks, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. And you want to think... Really, what's the worst that can happen? But then your mind thinks what the worst is. And then you got Joel chiming in. Yeah. He's like the devil on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it worse. Mm -hmm. He's not supportive i'm encouraging he's discouraging no encouraging you to go with your moose knuckle yeah that's what he he brought that up man come on now i know you can rock that i've got some of the baggiest slacks i found to wear. wear some dockers yeah i got some cargo pants to do some yoga that's right
1: um i think it's also like giving yourself an out Like giving yourself permission to like, okay, I'm going to walk through the door. And if I just don't like (laughs) want to do it, then I get to walk right out. And so what are these little, little steps that you can do? Buy the yoga pants, right? Yeah. Like, just go to the door. Should so just walk in?
2: <laughs> walk in. Like, you don't you've even got have. the biggest... Like, you own the place, <laughs> it, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> like, you just <laughs> you walk in like you own the place. And you're like, what's up? Let's do this. <laughs> Put that yoga mat down right in the middle of the floor and just start stretching.
0: <laughs> no, I come mean, on. It's, I think it's fun. I think it's fun. Uh, I think it's awesome. Do you need
2: me to come help you with this? No.
0: No, okay. you'd make it worse. But that's a
1: really good point of like, um, like walking in like you own it. That's a yeah. swagger about that. Like yeah. I talk about that, and um, here's why. Let's do this cool little exercise. People okay. can't see it, but yeah. they'll get the idea. Do it yeah. with let's okay, do it. <laughs> let's do it. So go ahead and slump your shoulders, and repeat after me. So slump them. So repeat after me. I'm trying. Okay. Okay. I'm confident.
2: I'm confident.
1: I'm confident.
0: I'm confident.
1: I'm confident.
0: I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. Okay, sit up
1: nice and tall.
2: Damn right I am.
1: Yeah, repeat after me. I suck.
0: No. Do we have to? I suck. No one's see.
1: ever reacted like that before. I don't yeah. Say no. No. Awesome.
0: <laughs> do we yeah, you, you why want don't? us to say it for yeah. real? Okay, I'm, I'm not going to engage in I that. S- I'll do it. Yeah, I, su- su- I, suck.
2: I suck. I suck. So I, suck. You can't do, I suck. You can't say you suck with this body posture. Exactly. Right? really hard.
1: Exactly. That's why see? I'm really okay. shocked that you i've never had anybody everyone just repeats it after me because like i'm the boss or something no one's ever like been like i'm not doing that
2: well you don't want i don't want to reinforce like i don't want to start reinforcing something negative like that right yeah it's not my personality to do that to
1: do that totally so you're you're resistant to it so you're just i am a stubborn
2: son of a (laughs) a bitch (laughs) truth truth
1: yeah but you notice like when you're Shoulders were slumped. You were giggling. Yeah, because
2: I was like, I can't do this.
1: Because you don't believe yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, your body posture sends a lot of it signals to your brain. Right. And so even, like, so he says, like, go in and own this yoga. Like, right, because I know it's you've
2: like, got the biggest moose knuckle in the room, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I, I, I've seen your shorty shorts. I know that you can own that room.
0: There's a lot of people in this restaurant looking at us right now. <laughs>
1: These ladies are enjoying that. No, I
0: think (laughs) they are. (laughs) They're having a little party over there. I think that's a pretty interesting exercise. It is just because, like, it wasn't like slumping shoulders. It was easier. I don't know.
1: Notice that, like, when you're running and things are not going well, and you're like, yes. uh, Yes. Notice how your shoulders will automatically start slumping, and like when you're running, like, how do I get my mojo back? It's so, really like easy to be in posture. this
2: posture and say, I am never running ever oh, yeah. again. I'm we've quitting. done that. We've yes, done we've that. done that before. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've sworn off running millions of times. Yep.
0: That's at, interesting. At, at mile uh, 25 of a carolico. Joel saw me drowning <laughs> yeah. myself. Uh, so, so heard
1: good things so, about that race. Oh,
0: you got to do it. It's amazing. Yeah, you got to so, do it. <laughs> so, so posture plays into just the whole mindset then, right? I mean, yeah. it's just kind of your environment you're in like right? your body right your it's body your
1: start watching start watching like soccer players or yeah. other sports there and wa- he's, watch he's coaching they... again oh soccer
0: yeah under 12 boy, under 13 boys yeah
1: yeah so watch like after they make a mistake like my four-year-old if i tell him something he just automatically right slumps his shoulders and he pouts and he walks off notice that your players are start doing that and like you could do that exercise with them and like hey after that happens like fine i know that it sucks like and you can say whatever chosen word you want to if you right. miss something but then how are you going to recover from that mm. even though you don't believe it in your head your body is sending a lot of signals saying something else so like yeah
0: so is there a training part of that i mean is there a reverse way to train yourself for that you know what i mean like a, a positive a positive exercise right, that someone could do, like whether they're yeah. sitting straight up, and I'm I'm confident with their shoulders straight. I mean, is there something that people can help mentally, that same exercise? Yeah, like um,
1: Dr. Amy Cuddy did this really great TED Talk. It's like the second most popular TED Talk, and it's called Power Positioning, Okay. so you could go and watch that. It's amazing, right. and what she did is she did a study of people going into interviews, and they had people just controls like going into an uh, an interview as regular and other people doing power positions so one was a star where you stand up with your arms overhead so mm-hmm. legs wide for two yep. minutes yep. and just stand like that okay another one was like the ceo position so hands behind the head oh yeah your legs are kicked back like yep. i got this yep. whatever another one was superwoman so mm-hmm. again hands like hands, hands on, on your hips, hips.
2: tall and, chest yes
1: and those people are the ones i got the job interview
2: Ooh, i like wow. this
1: and so it's just like a two-minute exercise, like maybe that's a pre-performance routine, yes. like training or in Before races you go or in
2: yoga. Dude, <laughs> Joe, I get am away from I'm yoga. On star <laughs> position. No, you want me to do right? the Wonder Woman <laughs> one, is what you want me to Wonder do. Wonder Woman is your warm-up to the star. <laughs> all right, it's a natural progression. Hands here on the hips. The nice and tall, hands over the head. I like it.
0: Just do I have to say superstar? Oh <laughs> yes. See, start sniffing my armpits. I know. Superstar. I'm just that I'm <laughs> uh, we hope people know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, let me, so let me ask you this: for with what you're doing, your coaching, what what's the favorite? What's your favorite part of what you do? Is there something that you just just gravitate towards it's your favorite part of what you're doing mm. they like the success of some of one of your athletes is it getting through to them finally on some level of some aspect i mean what's your favorite thing of what you do
1: um getting to know people and enriching their life awesome mm. like positively impacting them um and seeing their benefit so like i just finished and I'll see him again with a 16-year-old client. And he wasn't really talkative when we first met. We met face-to-face. He drove two hours to come see me. And then we had wow. only four sessions. And we had the last one yesterday. And we're just talking. He came back from an injury, won or got second place in all of his races. And wow. he did the power positioning. We yeah. talked about that stuff. Oh, yeah. um, and his just him just, like, saying thank you and his mom just, like, thank you like the fact that he's just talking to you so openly as a 16 year old male like where this is going to take him and um like he stood up for himself with someone who in his race series is not very nice person like you know kind of plays dirty and he stood up for himself so just all those things that help to like enrich your life because i feel like um like the quote in my book is roomy let me read it um Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself.
0: Ooh, that's like pretty that. good.
1: Yeah, so that's why I do this is because it's like we're positively impacting people and the planet.
0: That's awesome. Because like it. at the end of the day, it's, it's a, you're dealing with athletes. and Like I tell when I coach, the it's like, hey, how many of these kids will play professional soccer someday? Less than, yeah. one, less than a half percent. But right. all of them are going to be grown-ups one day. Right, so you mm-hmm. ha- you almost want to help teach them how to be contributing member to society at some point. Right? Mm-hmm. not just th- it's all about soccer. It's all about these other disciplines mm-hmm. um, that you go through. Have you, as long as you've been doing all this coaching, have you noticed any differences? <laughs> through in the years kids. you know what i mean like in, whether it's entitlement whether right. it's uh, mentality i mean it That's just seems like more and more
2: whole different conversation yeah, right
0: have you seen this big difference in so for example so um, i when
2: think I, it's, it's grit and
0: resiliency yeah so so like when i was growing have up have you seen the lack of that in youth
1: not in the youth that i see and, it,
0: and do you think it's because of what they're trying to do or what they're working because you on? have more high performers seeking driven, you driven driven maybe or yeah,
1: yeah probably Kay. i have some procrastinators i know you going with this
0: okay.
2: i I, um, I i agree with you on this okay. yeah
1: um yeah and i'd like to hear what you have to say but not necessarily the like youth that i Dilworth. work with right um yeah they're they're driven they right. want to excel yeah. they want to learn and so i think that's who's attracted to me is their self-directed learners
0: right well, and kind of kind of what, I don't know the best way to say it, to, to hit it without, like, to me, some things seem softer now in life for, for youth. I know they have, it's harder, I have a daughter, she's 13, so I know what it's like their age, but I also remember when I was 13 how much, I don't want to say it was harder, it just seems harder now because of all the outside interference, everything you're reading on social media, everything you're seeing on television, so it's almost, I don't say it's making people softer, but it's just people are more... What's the I word think I? distracted
2: is is the first thing that they are, like right?
0: I, like one of the things I like tell my kids is just own it, right? right. You do it, own it. If mm-hmm. it's a mistake, if it's bad, own it. But it's like more and more now they don't, right? right? It's like they want to slip through. They want to slide through. I just – I wish I had a great analogy. I know some listeners probably do. No, you're
2: right. It, but it's almost true. like but times the, like,
0: have changed so much that it's just like we would never – and i'm not trying to say anything good or bad but like if i got bullied i would never go say i was bullied when what? i was when i if i would have been bullied as a kid say i'm in 6th grade in ni- you know 1977 whatever no i was not even that 6th grade in 77 No, you were know, 6 weren't. years old okay <laughs> so if i was in 6th grade right kids were mean right mm-hmm. you just dealt with it right mm-hmm. it's like you just, now it's different Mm-hmm. right people don't deal with it as well you see more horrific things happen at that age that i couldn't imagine well at a lot age. of
2: times now the bullying doesn't stop at school right no. yeah it's it's continuing to happen at home online or even their parents might be
0: you know part of it yeah part of
2: the problem where they're bullying that that child too
0: yeah so i guess long story short i mean and it probably is different when you're dealing with people that're seeking you for excelling somewhere mm-hmm. right so it's more of a driven as opposed to that slump shoulder kid all the time, you know, mm-hmm. where they're just kind of getting beat up on verbally, mentally, physically, whatever it is, all day. And so maybe it is different with with what you do. Um, yeah, than as a yeah, norm.
1: it is different. And I mean, for someone to come to me and re- recognize, like, hey sports played with the body but one in the mind like mm-hmm. and i'm really interested in this mental aspect like there's something to this like there has to be some kind of evolution for a, some a special person to come see me to work on the mental aspect because that's still like a stigma of like oh right you have some deep psychological issue that you need to deal with and versus right. like no this is actually a huge part of like right how like is it helpful or hurtful is this helping me is my right. mindset like gonna help me with my success or does it hold me back well i think
2: we need to describe it is it's it's part of your tool set nah,
0: that's what i was going with too
2: because that's how we talk about things all the time is okay Going out and having a good running plan, that's part of your tool set. Mm -hmm. Being in the gym, is part of your tool set. Doing mobility work, part of your tool set. Nutrition, uh, getting proper recovery, all those things are part of this. Massage work. Yeah, exactly. Body work. That's all stuff that that you've got in your your tool bag to make you a better version of you. So is this. So is the mental aspect. Mm -hmm. So that if we can start talking about it in that sense then it loses its stigma right away, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's no longer part of the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, because you, you do. You hear it with some of the elite athletes. Oh, Tiger Woods, oh, he was mentally strong. And when he, his mental game lost, he went downhill, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or Michael Jordan's or the elite athletes. Wayne Gretzky's one of my favorites. like they're mentally tough, but it's like, well, how are you mentally tough? You don't lift weights yeah. with your brain. Um, so it is that stigma, like you mentioned. Oh, I'm going to see someone to help me with my, my mind. Oh, you, you're crazy. Oh, you need meds. or You know, what, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like Joel says, it's such a it, – it's so – and you probably see it more. That's what you do. But where I'm at, I don't know anybody that focuses on mental training.
2: Not I don't. Not, not, now, if we narrow it down to the, the, the trail running world and then take it even a step farther to the ultra running world – I don't know anybody that's working on that other than maybe like Rob Carr. Yeah. But he's dealing with it from a, a, a depression Depression
0: state. standpoint. And, and, again, if they are, they're not vocally letting people know because maybe of the stigma. Right. So if they are out there and they've got this working with somebody like yourself, they're not saying it.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. And, and people and, do work with me who's had eating disorders and depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's not what I do. I'm not a therapist. Usually they see a therapist and me because I give right. them other tools or they've already been through like their eating disorder treatments and all that. And they're right. still just not thriving. And yeah. so it's like, oh, these are some tools to help you think about how your brain works so you can thrive, right. not just survive.
0: So, so funny thing, in, when I was in high school, we had a soccer team and we set out to break the world record for longest soccer game ever played. So this was 1988. Mm-hmm. So this is a long time ago. I remember they brought, our coach brought in um, a lady, and I don't know what her title was, but she trained us, and we'd sit in locker rooms in the dark talking about right and left brain, like how to get in your right brain state. Because, you know, we're, we were trying to play for basically 75 hours straight, nonstop. And we were, you know, between 15 and 16, 17 years old. We thought it was the hokiest, nuttiest thing in 1988 because, like, okay, we sit, we close. It was meditation, right? Back then, mm-hmm. yeah, but we're trying to like, it's your right side, your art side, and it's your creative side, and it's but your left is this, and you know, you tell that to a bunch of 15 year old, 16 year old boys, and we're like, come on, man, you know. But it's voodoo. yeah, right. But looking back on it, it was huge. But we, I mean, I'd like to say I embraced it more, but it was still new, and we were young, we didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. But it's very similar. We tried to train our brains, but we, back then, especially, there wasn't as much stuff out there as there is now, which, again, I don't think there's a ton out there now. Mm-hmm. So is that kind of a similar cycle you see, is just getting, not just that stigma, but just getting people to buy into it?
1: Yeah, I mean... By the time someone's contacted me, they're already bought in.
0: Okay.
2: Right. You
1: know, like I. That's
2: like the last little piece that they need, right? Yeah. C- and I do like a puzzle. free
1: 20-minute right. like consult just to make sure like a we're fit. a good fit because yeah. that's a huge part of we it. We talk
2: about that all the time about coaches.
1: Yeah. You have to like, is your belief system similar to their belief system and how they're going right. to work with you? Are um,
2: you receptive to what that coach is going to say or suggest to you
1: Mm Mhm. yeah yeah exactly all those things and so i forgot where i was going with this
0: just (laughs) no just basically um you know with uh are you finding more acceptance of it and you said when they come to you they're pretty they bought in they're just looking for that final piece
1: yeah exactly but there's still like a lot of resistance um like the intern i had um She's great. She went to school also for a counseling degree. And like, even then, it's like hard for her to like implement these things. And she's seen the benefits. And it was really fascinating because you think you can do this. And she did it. And the girls, her soccer team were all bought in, and it was so fun. And they actually got nationally ranked. Wow, so they were nationally ranked. They stopped doing their mental skills training, and their season went to shit. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, you have you have to keep up on this just like your muscles. It's like, like, if you just like, oh, I'm going to run this month, but the next two months, I'm not going to do anything. Um, so it's just really interesting. in um, her coming training with me, as well as being a counselor and a coach, it was just like a really fascinating, like, aha moment for her. Like, oh, yeah, this is something we do on Thursdays now.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny, though, just sitting here talking to you over the last you know hour or whatever. The simplicity of it too, right? Oh yeah, it's simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to like downplay no, anything I, you're doing, but it's like meditation all. or taking that five. I right. mean, let, it's let's,
1: simple but profound. Let, let's yeah,
0: take five let's, minutes a day, right? Anybody out there right now? That one says minute a day. Five ten minutes. I don't have that, but yet... a minute. A minute but, would be but, one hard. one minute. But, but I mean, they're Netflix and, and binging.
2: Yeah. Right, so Try how it. do you do yours? We do time you do yours off of breathing, or what? Yeah,
1: I do mine in very a lot of different ways sometimes i do a guided meditation where i'm just like i just want to hit play and listen to someone else right sometimes i do um and in the book like different breathing exercises and right. focus on that sometimes i ask myself like where do i want to go today right and that might be really so kind of out that there part
2: of your meditation just kind of that internal dialogue okay what does my day look like how do I envision it going? What are my roadblocks and how am I going to overcome that? You you classify that as meditation? Yes. Okay. I like it. There's I different can start forms. with that. There's I can
1: different start forms of meditation. You can do walking meditation. Ooh. You can do like eating meditation. Like,
0: really Wait, stop. Wait a minute. Let's Wait focus minute. on that one for a minute. Let's talk about that one. <laughs>
2: Well, She's like me and Joel are like, me. Me, me <laughs> Joe are like grabbing chip? her by the shoulder. Is that part of eating meditation? Because <laughs> if so, we're on it like right away. You might um, not eat the whole pint. Well, come on, if you're
0: like that's not fair. Joel's out.
2: <laughs> really taking in all the senses. No, I can totally take in that whole pint. I can be absorbed into <laughs> you totally it. Joel can. You yes. can, I eat you to can it. totally do that. Just,
1: <laughs> I I would probably too. Even though it tastes different, I still just want it. Yeah. Um,
0: so what would you tell? Like here's here's why I can't meditate. I'll, I'll, don't, sorry, don't meditate. I get bored. I have so much in my head bouncing around what I need to do through the day, whether it's walk my dog, work. Well, that's where you're supposed run. to start with the minute, right? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. How do you, cause I've tried this, me, the meditation stuff and it's like, okay, you sit here. Number one, I can't cross my legs. I'm not flexible. So <laughs> well, then I got to sit. down. Yoga. Right?
2: Say, thank you.
0: But it's, like, but it's yoga. like, what's the best way to, for someone to get into meditating? Like myself, I can't sit still. There's too much going on in my head. Mm-hmm. What do I got to get done? What do I got to do? What's happened? How do you How do you start? Like Joel says, a minute of just blank. Or I,
1: yeah, that's what I I ask people. How much time do you think you could do it for? Oh, man. A minute. And some people are like two minutes. I'm like great. Let's try for two minutes. So in hard. two
0: minutes, where are they? In two minutes, are they thinking of anything? Are they? It's like clear your mind. It's like you I can't don't clear, clear your that. mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've heard that. Clear your mind. I'm like, I don't know what that well, you means. Think
2: about like when when you're in a flow state of run, mm-hmm. right? You're really not thinking at that point in time. It, things are just happening.
0: I understand that's, that, but right? you're doing, But I'm doing something where I'm just like. you talking isn't about? isn't that sitting? what you're kind
2: of like going for? Is
0: is maybe that at that point? Is
1: You're not going for anything. That's what I'm talking about. So, I sit down and sometimes I want to think about my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so it's a time for me to sit down and think about all the things that are bouncing in my head. And that's where I am at that day and I'm like that's where I'm at. Some days like I can like go and like yeah, I do have those flow state moments like whoa, I'm I'm done like It was just calm and still and peaceful. That doesn't happen a lot. Right. Um, And sometimes it's an imagery, like thinking of a leaf going down a creek. Or one time I had this really weird one. I was sitting outside in the forest after a run, and I just started breathing, and I started breathing in, like, the roots by the tree I was sitting in. And then I started breathing in, like, the forest I was in. And then I went to my and driggs and then it went to idaho and then it just kept expanding until it was like the whole world that was like breathing in the whole i would that's fun like like just to think about those like your little place in the universe um and so it can be whatever you want there's no right or wrong way to do it it's just a matter of like observing so if you're like oh I have all these thoughts they just bounce around like let them bounce around instead of trying to like take a sledgehammer and stop them like tickle them with a feather be like oh that's really interesting
2: tickle them with a feather yeah
0: so when Joel's bugging me and he's bouncing my head I just tickle him with a feather
2: yes
1: yes so now you need stickers yeah. and a feather. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Me and Jill just had a whole new level of friendship. I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> you right <laughs> now. That's what's the, what's the, the Mel uh, version exactly. of Victoria's Secret?
2: <laughs> Dave and Busters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can meditate there.
2: Yeah, you can meditate to that. Huh?
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
2: So uh. I
1: do it really to like connect with myself because we are so busy we're so distracted our lifestyles are just crazy and i forget about like me and like the essence of who i am and so essentially it's like i'm just taking time for me to get still and have that solitude and i'm more of an introvert so i like that quiet time for myself right
0: that makes sense i think that's what I've struggled with is just, there's so many types of meditation or so many ways you hear it, whether it's the visual, whether it's, and I, I still get it all the time. Okay, just clear your mind. And I'm like, I don't, this can take a while, right? <laughs> it, it just doesn't happen. I just don't. Right. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm sure people can figure a way to close to it, but it's just finding what am I doing and is it beneficial or am I just sitting here in the dark by myself because I got five minutes to spare? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what do you mean, is it benefiting?
0: Like, so when you, you, you're you you're meditating, is it, am I sitting here for five minutes, just be here for five minutes? Or is there something I'm supposed to be so, coming away with?
2: Are you struggling with how do you make a measure of that yeah, progress? Yeah, like, what, what's,
0: what's the progress of meditation? Is it any? it's just five minutes of sitting still, doesn't matter what you think about? I mean, is that, pro, you're making progress? Or is that truly meditation, or is that just me waiting for five minutes to run out? I think at
2: first that's what it would be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd be so anxious. Yeah. Cuz you don't know how to calm all that down.
0: Well, cuz it's yeah, to me it's, it's like holding a stretch. Hold that stretch for 1 minute and I'm at 30 seconds, I'm like god, this is forever. So you know say meditate for 5 minutes, it's like oh my hell, you're asking me literally to put my life on hold, right?
2: Ooh. Here here you go. Work up to a 5-minute plank. In that plank position, that's your time to meditate.
0: See, I don't like one minute planks. That's what I, I don't I, that's care if say you don't that. like them. Now you
2: have some homework.
0: <laughs> I don't need homework. My homework's done.
2: <laughs> you could do a minute plank. Do your to do list at the same
0: time, in the morning. He's right with my hand.
1: I don't know. For me, it's like, damn. Like, like this enjoyment comes from when my mind and body are in synergy. And so that's what I'm doing in meditation. Right. It's like the mind is so busy. It's like this monkey, you know, it's the monkey mind as they call it. And so it's like not connecting to with what I'm doing because I'm thinking about all these other things. So right. I just like that time to have that synergy with my mind and mm-hmm. body and, and soul, to be honest with you. It's like I just really enjoy that time to like what is going on i don't know like letting things come up that needs to come up that have been old patterns Mm -hmm. that i haven't really realized and it's like oh that showed up today it's kind of a little gift Like that showed up today, or maybe it's a different experience every single time. And I think that's why it's the unknown. That's what I like about it. And Eric
0: doesn't like unknown. Yeah, I I can really to degree to a degree I can. It depends on what it is.
1: Well, and then Michael Pollan wrote that book, a recent book, like How to Change Your Mind, and it's all Mm -hmm. about psychedelics and LSD and like. Um, people having these experiences, these really wild experiences, and it's like I've had those experiences in meditation mm. and through my sports. Like I don't need to take a drug that right. has these. You don't need after a microdose
2: to, to yeah, get there. To
1: get there, and so like mm. that's really cool. Like um, that's a really cool experience for me. Like right. how do you do that naturally?
0: No, I think that's really good because I mean that's. It's kind of like why people sometimes do their selected sport or runners. I mean, we'll go back to that because that's what we deal with a lot is mm-hmm. that's their drug. That's their totally. you know, euphoric moment, whatever it comes down to, whether it's climbing a peak or fin- walking across the finish line, running across the finish line, whatever it might be. So it's kind of that same powerful feeling or sensation.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you can do that in meditation with training, you know with a dedication practice to that and it's not hurting your body it might get your mojo back there might be all these other things that happen with nice. it
2: i like that I like how she she wrapped that
0: up going back to the mojo i do because that that's a lot we like joel said see we the pieces a lot of that.
1: verbal diarrhea that's not yeah. good patterns <laughs> oh i know
0: people like that yeah yeah <laughs> not me though for sure um well we we want to thank you again for joining yeah, us, of cause, course, because it is something we. I mean, I, we've covered it twice in 120 and we can, something episodes. We can like do a weekly series on oh, this, yeah, to be honest, because people do look for it and enjoy yeah. it. Um, but yeah, you can check out uh, Dr. Hyman's website. It's mindset-coach.com. Am I correct there? Yes. And I've been spending a lot of time on that the last few days, and it's pretty fun on there, by the way. Uh, <laughs> she's got a blog and uh, all kinds of stuff, but also her book. Um, and we'll have a link direct to that. That is Elevate Your Excellence: The Mindset and Methods That Make Champions. And this will is, be a good stocking stuff. This will be amazing book for yeah. sure. Um, and we will have our Christmas episode coming out soon. Right. Mm-hmm. Boom. Plan on not being on there. <laughs> I think everybody needs to get it. Yeah. For, why not? I mean, it's a tool, right? It's,
1: it's a tool. It's a. There's a lot of great exercises. Of course, I'm very biased. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but but every, it was.
0: But everything you've said makes sense. It's that mental side, and I think people listening are the, sa- the same way. It's like, yeah, I've been. How much is your book?
1: Uh, Fifty dollars.
0: Fifty five zero. It's, it's a, a textbook. It's a cheap textbook. That is. You go to. Yeah, 10. my daughter's in college right now, and we, textbooks are we, not even close to. That. We always exactly. say invest in the yep. proper tools. Well, how much is how much is one time massage right now? Fifty bucks for an hour. Fifty or sixty dollars, and it's gone. This yeah. is something you'd keep, you'd you keep. You you can refer to this. You can yep. highlight it. Yep, I'm a highlighter. Yeah. yeah, I'm a highlighter for sure. Well, and what pocket? I
1: recommend in the book is reading one chapter a week and then practicing those exercises. So there's six.
2: That's totally doable. That's yeah, doable. six
1: chapters. So in six. six
2: weeks you're a total mental bad mama jamba yep that's how it works and if not call me yeah
0: (laughs) i like that (laughs) boom um i think that's 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 a good way to end it right there (laughs) that's right yeah well we'll have your information for sure in the show notes so people can check it out Um, because again once you get in there to our website you can just go all over the place and just get your mind thinking gets you into the book um other things that you've dealt with plus some of the athletes you've dealt with are on there which are pretty pretty cool by the way um some of the athletes.
1: oh like the testimonials yeah or, yeah, Those yeah. Are pretty
0: cool we well, just seeing the different variety you work with too mm. climbers and and skiers and just you know it's not like you have to be some hardcore olympian right it's just if you want to improve right
1: yeah if you want to get better yeah yeah which and i think
0: all of us do on some level right and, again, mm-hmm. what they're taking away isn't going to make him the greatest climber, but it, it's going to make him do what he needs to do, plus be a better person. Right? Mm-hmm. And yep. the world can use a couple more of those people out <laughs> there for sure.
1: Yeah, it's about, like, personal and performance excellence.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Which mm-hmm. uh, your running shoes aren't going to do that for you, folks. Sorry. And they're more than 50 bucks. So, Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, of um, course. This
1: was fun. Yeah, was. we had a
0: great time. This is uh, podcast episode 127 with the... Dr. Chris Heilman, yes. one of our favorite guests for sure. Uh-huh. Um,
1: well, I'm honored. Well, next
0: time we talk to you, I'll let you know how yoga went. Let's just okay. put it that way. <laughs> I'll let, you, I'll, I'll let you know how long my first session lasted. How's that? You know that out you talked to about? Nailed it.
1: Um, <laughs> I did power positioning, you know, yeah. power posing I before did. I went in the bathroom and like, got
0: uh, this. I laid in you star bra- position for one hour. I thought bra- I was dead. You're in front of your mirror. <laughs> my dog's looking at me like, really, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, before we regress anymore, uh, thanks to Mad Moose yes. Cafe here in Eden, yeah. Utah. Stop by, folks. Awesome place. We've had a great time. Uh, definitely coming back here.
1: They have the uh, best salads in the solar system. That's, That's what, what, what they've been told. And, yes. Yep.
0: And, and some their chili was pretty good. Their fries were tasty. Yeah, I mean, their good. beer was awfully cold and, and, and yummy. It was good, so... So thanks again for listening to the podcast, and thanks again, uh, Dr. Heilman, for joining us. And again, check out our show notes. We'll have all the fun information plus stuff that's going to help you be a better human being uh, for sure. So thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners podcast. We'd like to thank Dr. Chris Heilman for taking the time to join us today at Mad Moose Cafe here in Eden, Utah. We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners, or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. Hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.